in today's show. It's a 14-team mock draft, nine-category league. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. It's a mock draft. Doing this after most of the preseason games from Monday the 10th of October are finished. Um, But it's a 14-team one. We've got our 12-team series still going. Two more of those to go with pick 11 and 12. There will be um, some Roto stuff and some salary cap stuff happening and my all-risky and all-safe pick draft stuff happening as well. But it's a 14-team league. I don't know where I'm going to be picking because once I head into the draft room, it's going to randomize. So I don't know where I'm going to pick. And uh, it's going to be fun. A little bit deeper here. Changes some of the valuations of some of those guys who might be top 140 players with no upside. They become ninth-round guys in 14-team leagues. So they become more valuable and more draftable than, say, like you know Harrison Barnes in a 12-team. He gets more value in this sort of format. So we're going to get into that in just a second. But I'm going to tell you about Built Bar because it is the best-tasting protein bar ever. And they've got a new one, the Built Bar Puff in the delicious, indulgent, decadent cookie dough chunk. The puffs are great. It's like this chewy texture inside. It's like a marshmallowy sort of flavor with uh, the real cookie dough chunks and covered in 100% real chocolate, like all Built Bars are. It's the joys of eating cookie dough without the hassle of making it. And these cookie dough chunk puffs are only 160 calories, but they have a whopping 15 grams of protein. Like all Built Bars, they are low in calories. They're low in fat. They're low in sugar, but they are high in protein. They taste great, whether it's a snack, a healthy treat, Something for after the gym or after a run or after a ride. Built Bar is there to give you that protein without blowing out your calorific budget. So head to built.com, use the promo code LOCKEDON15, and that'll get 15% off your order. LOCKEDON15 at built.com. Built Bar is built different. NBA season is just around the corner. So. We've got prize picks for your daily fantasy needs. It's really simple. You don't have to go up against thousands of other people. You just go up against the projections that they set. Really straightforward. They put out Luka Doncic, 26.5 points, and you go over-under. Bang. LeBron, 7.5 assists. Over-under. Easy. Steph Curry, 3.5 made threes. Over-under. Easy. You get two to five individual player projections. You choose the over-under, put them into one entry, and you can win up to 10 times back on that entry. It's not just the NBA, though. You can do NFL, NHL, Major League Baseball, soccer, college football, college basketball, men's and women's, cricket, Eurobasket, golf, MMA. All sorts of sports can be chucked in together. And with prize picks, they are in over 30 states and also available in Canada. Entries, they're done in under 60 seconds. And the withdrawals are safe and fast as well. 
So download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com and sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First time users can receive 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with the promo code locked on. If you deposit $100, Prize Picks will give you $100. Box, box, box. No, bucks. If you deposit $50, they give you $50 back. Don't forget to enter the promo code locked on at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. All right, we're heading into this draft. Warney. Let's get it on, Gilly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's bring in the draft room now. We are under a minute to go until we start. I'm going to be really interested to see where someone like Tari Eason goes in this draft. Another big preseason game. Um, injured ankle to Jay Sean Tate. Eason looks unsolvable, but they still could play him as third string. And in a 14-team league, the earlier you reach on someone in this format, the more devastating it can be. The waiver wire is thinner. Um, you know, you're picking round 11 of a standard draft. is round 8 or round 9 in this format. I think it's round 9. Um, yeah, my pick 136 is still a starter for me in this sort of a format. Yeah, pick 140 is a starter in this format. So, you know, it, it changes it a little bit around. Like, would you want to take Eason to be your ninth best player? How confident are you in that? And it's not just him, but it's there's a lot of that. You know, Bones Highland. You know, how do you feel about that? How do you feel about Ben Matherin, who goes in round 11 and 12 a lot? Yeah, we're talking about st- your standard league. 12th round players who are going to be starters in this sort of a format. Anyway, we have started. Um, Jokic went at one, back to normalcy after that earlier mock draft. Giannis goes at two. There is also a change in this sort of a format with more players rostered in that the scarcity of certain stats becomes more pronounced. So that difficulty of getting assists and getting points becomes more pronounced. The rebounds block situation becomes more of an issue earlier in the draft. So relative values of players can change. See, Vasquez is letting the clock run down. Cool, great start. Um, Embiid goes at three. Love when that happens. Pretty standard start. Durant goes at four. And now it is me, Josh Lloyd, the big fella. Durant is gone. Do I take Harden? I have not really had Doncic in many drafts. I'm just going to take him for the bulk value of his assists. Now, Harden is another guy I could have taken there. I feel a little bit better about Luka's usage. And assist rating, Harden's assist rate. No, don't feel worried about that. Usage is the worry, I guess, there. So Doncic goes at five to me. Harden goes at six. I think the top six, well, three to six are relatively interchangeable. Tatum goes at seven. That seems to happen quite often. I reckon we'll see Steph and Lamello go here. Yeah, Steph goes at eight. Then number nine is often Lamello. Rarely is it Trey, sometimes it's Halliburton, rarely is it Lillard, but again, we've got a clear one, a clear two, four guys together, and then about five guys grouped in the next thing as well, I think, and that five guys is Trey, Towns, Ball, Halliburton, Lillard, and then LeBron is pretty comfortably the 14th guy, I think, most of the time. Jose Inya, 237, letting the clock one, cool, we had two of those run down, oh, he did get the pick in though, he picked Halliburton, he was really thinking about that one. So Tyrese goes at nine. Again, don't overthink your first round pick too much because all these guys are fine. There's value in a lot of these guys. You've split them up into those little groups there, but they're all okay. They're all good, great players, in fact. And if someone busts for you, it's probably going to be because they get hurt. So after Halliburton at nine, 
There's Ball, Towns, Trey. There goes Lamelo at number 10. Number 11 goes Trey. And then we're sure we'll see Towns and Lillard here. Now, the difference here is in a 12 team, you're sitting here at pick 12. You go, that's sweet. I'll just grab Towns and Lillard and I'm done. But you, you do have to make a call here. Do you want Towns? Do you want Lillard? Do you want to do something different? And then that risk changes around. You don't have that safety. At 14, you do, but 15 is an iffy pick. Would you be happy with a LeBron Davis pairing? I don't think so. LeBron Kyrie? Don't know about that either. Do you go LeBron Booker for more safety? Towns goes at 12. Maybe I should have slid myself into 13 here. Lillard goes at 13, and then we'll see what happens. Whether they do end up going LeBron at 14, they do. That is the standard 14, top 14 picks in the category league. That is the absolute bog standard guys. And then at 15, wow. All right, haven't seen that. I'm a fun guy. <laughs> Kawhi goes at 15, Booker goes at 16. I have not seen Kawhi go ahead of Kyrie. Uh, have I? No, I don't think I have. That's, that is high. Look, Kawhi's great. I know that. That is a risk, isn't it? Ooh. But he doesn't pick forever now. He doesn't come back here until the end of the third. Kyrie goes next at 17. Probably should have made this a third round reversal, but you know, too late to do that now, isn't it? So, still a bit of a way away for me to look too much into what I'm doing. We'll see who's around. Maybe Ja Morant's the guy for me. Morant and Doncic is a good pairing. Gobert's a good pairing. Paul George goes at 18. Let's throw Jar in there and lean into assists. Let's throw Gobert in there and consider him an option. After George at 18 goes Anthony Davis at 19, then goes Cade Cunningham at 20. I reckon I like Cade in the 20s. I'm feeling that he and maybe Shangun are being priced out somewhat. And it always happens. It might even happen for Vassal as well. I reckon we're just pricing them a little bit too high. I do like... This is a rough area of a draft. We know that, but... It might be a little high for Cade. Might not be. Like, Cade going ahead of Anthony Edwards has happened in my last two drafts. <sighs> might, not, might not be the right call. <clears throat> um, Murray goes... I do like Cade over Murray. Let's like, Over Edwards, let's be clear, but it might not be right. Anthony Edwards goes at 22. And then it is my selection. So I'm going to get one of Morant and Gobert. What should I do? Well, I'm not going to get Morant. So let's take... Let's take Rudy. Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert. His blocks carry a lot more weight in this sort of a format. Again, the extra two teams in there means that the scarcity of blocks is amplified. So getting someone like that puts me in a strong spot. I need to make sure I don't squander that, but I'm in a strong spot. Van Vliet goes at 25, followed by Adebayo at 26. Siakam, he's not really a shot blocker though, is he? This is part of the problem again with the blocks is that Sabonis and Siakam, these big men here, they don't block shots ever. Sabonis comes in at 27. That's, I think, pretty good value. And we'll see. We'll see whether Zion ends up going here at the turn, which happens semi-often. I've got a little bit of leeway Having taken Gobert, that maybe I can grab an assist guy here. We're definitely punting free throws. Okay, so Garland goes at 28. Siakam looks like it makes sense to me with that this pick here for Kando.
Okay. Ooh. 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 That is... Ooh. Miles Turner goes at 29. Mm. <sighs> All right. Is it early? Yeah. There's a lot of risk in it. But if you want blocks, what are you going to do? After Miles goes Zion, then goes Don Mitchell at 31. He's Don. He's good. And then goes Jarrett Allen at 32. He would have been a great pick for me, but alas, he, he is not. So what do I actually do here? Do I just punt on the blocks? I might do something that I don't normally do. No, I'm not going to do that. Um, I'm going to take Siakam. Just get some scoring onto my team. Maybe he gets his blocks back. Probably not. I need to get some blocks later on. Maybe I'll try on the way back around to get a center like a Vooch or someone. The Allen one would have been really nice for my squad. But alas, it didn't pay off. I need some assists also. Our free throws are in the toilet. We know that. They're not coming back. Vooch goes at 34. Eh. It's Vooch. Big Vooch. Vooch is it. Vooch of bitch. Like, that's fine. Chris Paul goes at 35. Okay. I don't know if I've ended up with Chris Paul in any draft this season. Nor with Jimmy Butler. I've never done this many drafts in any preparation season either. I'm doing way more mock drafts this year. Jimmy Butler goes at 36. He's going in the 30s regularly. Like, don't be shocked to see him as the 14th best player per game. The Heat rotation is really interesting at the moment. Nikola Jovic playing really well, but how do I judge it? There was no Martin, no Lowry. I don't know why I started with Martin. No Lowry, no Butler, no Bam, no Martin, no Hero today. But Jovic has had some big games. And there's obviously a gaping hole in their rotation. Giggity. Where Jovic plays at power forward. Hmm. And my man Jamal Kane played well again uh, today uh, for the Heat also. So I think Porzingis sprained his ankle today. People are fading him. I would absolutely, I may have had a crack. I should have had a crack at him maybe there where Siakam was out, where it went. But yeah, I think Porzingis is looking good value here. Beal went at 37. That's good. Shea at 38. Literally might play preseason. I think he's, if you get Shea around the 50 mark, which is where he goes, this is still okay. But get him in the 50 mark, you'd be loving it. Drew Holiday goes at 39. Then uh, KP goes at 40. Damn. Well, since just... Probably unrealistic to expect him to come back to me. Then Levine goes at 41. Levine constantly going in the 40s. He was in the 20s in every draft last year, basically. So it shows you one season changes things a lot. My next pick is at 52. I'm not going to be left. I'm going to be left with like a Valanciunas pick, aren't I? Yuck. Uh, Jalen Brown goes at 42. Then Darren Fox goes at 43. Rogier goes at 44. I might put Aiton into the queue. Do I want assists or do I want big men? Hmm. That's going to be an interesting question. Because I can... 51. McCullum might, maybe. Let's put CJ into the queue there. He might work for me. So after Rogier at 44, goes DeRozan at 45. That's a really good value. Like, Levine ahead of DeRozan, I'm not sure about. Most times you see DeRozan go first. And Vuce ahead of both of them. is also a little surprising. Middleton goes at 46. We're five picks away from me. I'm very... Well, Mobley, well, he would have been an interesting one for me too. Mobley goes at 47. Aiton's still available. Scott Barnes goes at 48. Giddy might be someone for me. Um, after Barnes goes Ingram at 49. I think it is a little early for Giddy. CJ's probably going to be my guy. 
and then hope to get a center back around. I don't want it to be Shingun though. Maybe Wood is my man. Or even Johnny Collins. Um, Ingram, you get in this range every time, and I think it's pretty useful. Well, there goes Aiton at 50, so that's taken that decision away. Let's just hope that Christian James falls back to me. I don't think he will, but otherwise, Bain's sitting here. What's Someone take Bain. I think he's probably better than this. Oh, Shangun went at 51, so I don't have to worry about that one. Let's take Christian James. Um, Yeah, let's take Christian James. Maybe the other one I want to look at is Jabari Smith. It might be early for him, but my next pick is 61. Huh. The other guy that I've hyped this guy up for three years, Devin Vassell, I don't end up getting him in drafts because I think he's starting again, getting priced out. Jalen Green and Kevin Porter today in preseason both scored over 20 together, so that was good. They're looking pretty solid. Wood is another one here for me. I've got strong rebounds. I've got strong assists. I've got strong blocks. I've got strong field goals. I've got okay steals and okay threes. They're not good, but they're okay. I do need assists. Maybe Brunson. Bain's value, a lot comes with his threes, which is useful. A lot comes in his free throws, which is not useful. Well, Bain's gone anyway, so I don't need to worry about that. After Jalen Green goes Ben Simmons, Desmond Bain, Jalen Brunson. Okay. Kevin Porter will work for me also to get some assists without worrying about free throw impact. Quite a chunky queue here. Or do I take Giddy? I don't really ever get Giddy, do I? Not a guy I draft particularly often. Um, after Brunson at 56, went Pirtle at 57. I think it's Kevin Porter. Uh, Kevin Porter or Josh Giddy. I like the scoring boost that Porter gives me there over Giddy. So it's probably him. Vassell at 58. But I would like Jabari. This might be a touch early. I'm pretty sure Vassell's getting priced out here. And I'm pretty sure Shingun's getting priced out too. I did take him in the last mock, but I think they're getting priced out. Brunson's getting to maybe be at risk of that as well. But I don't know about him. I think Vassell is... Oh, there goes the headmaster at 59. It's pretty good for Murray, I think. You gotta really watch the pricing out of guys. Alright, D Will, what are you doing with your pick? Well, he takes the Jedi. OG Ananobi. So I will in fact take Kevin Porter there. Give me a nice little boost in assists to help me out there. Not worry about the free throws. That's strong enough. So I went point guard with my last two picks, McCullum and Porter. Guys whose value though isn't derived from high free throws. Calden Johnson's next. Whose horse is that? At 62. Would have been good to see him in the preseason. He could be one of those guys who just has a real efficiency issue because of the increased role. That, that is going to be a problem. I haven't seen Valanciunas fall very often to this area. Well, he just went then at 63. I think that's probably about right for him. Jonas Vasu Inuansas. Okay. All right, where are we? Pick 63 for JV. Jordan Poole goes at 64. He's uh, draft range all over the shop. It's like 20, 25 swap variants. 
I am almost ready to do a show on Locked On Fantasy Basketball Bowl ADPs. For the category leagues, we've got two leagues left to finish. I think they'll be done by tomorrow. Points leagues, we've got a few more left to finish. John Collins goes at 65, but we'll be able to at least do a category league ADP show there. Maxi goes at 66, old Tangles. Surprised to see him fall that much. Wood is going to be my preference here. Wood or Smith, I think. D'Angelo Russell goes at 67. Had someone criticize me, which happens all the time, and that's totally fine, for, for on a mock draft saying, oh my God, Josh, we're nine rounds in and you've taken six point guards. And yeah, he goes, you're not going to be able to play them all. And, and that is true, sort of. I took two players who were strictly point guards. I took four players who were point guard, shooting guard, um, hybrids. In those, I think it was actually, yeah, three, I think it was three of those guys in the first nine picks. And by 10 rounds, this was the ESPN points mock draft, I think. By 10 rounds, I had all of my active spots, not including flex, filled up, which is what I always try to aim to do. So while I might have gone with you know, six point guard eligible players early, I can fill point guard, shooting guard, guard, plus three flex. That's six of them filled up. And then I just filled the other spots later. And then on my bench was actually all forwards. So I had a lot of flexibility. So don't be afraid if you're in a situation, especially in a points league where Positions and categories don't matter. Just get fantasy points. As long as you're filling out all those spots. You don't want to fill out all of your actives and then have your bench just completely filled with all guards as well. Because then that does make it a little bit tough. But it's not what I did. So don't be like super afraid of anti-diversifying your positions. Giddy's still around. Wow, wow. How's that happening? Um, let's go through what I missed there. Russell at 67, Wendell at 68, Mikhail Bridges 69, Nurkic 70, Franz Wagner 71, Maga Porter Jr. 72, Julius Randle 73, Clay Thompson 74, and Jabari Smith goes next at 75. Ah, Gideon Wood is still there. That is surprising. I also was going on that rant about positions and I missed my little cue for pick 69, so that's disappointing. Um, all right. Paulo Banquero goes at 76. So the rookies back-to-back. They didn't get reached on in this one. Interesting. Interesting. Vassell went pretty early in this draft. Not, uh, not Vassell, Pirtle. Pirtle before Vassell. That's a surprise. Um, <clears throat> all right. Get myself a drink. Seabats letting the time run down, and he takes Tyler Hero. Everyone has a hero. True. Zero people shouldn't have a hero. Better start concentrating on what I need now for this team. Got great rebounds, good blocks, good field goals, good assists, good threes, solid scoring. What do I want to... I need to get some steals in, though. So where do I get them? Well, Giddy just... When Hero, Capella, Giddy... Well, I've just got to take Wood, don't I? Wood's the guy I want there. Let's get the steals in on the next round. Help me with some scoring, some boards, some blocks, some field goals. Assists and steals is what I really want to start focusing on coming up. Marcus Smart or Kyle Lowry can do that for me. After Wood goes Washington, PJ Washington Jr. Um, Jalen Smith's going to go in my queue just in case. Kyle Lowry's going to go in there. Gary Trent might fit this team. Amazingly, Larry Markin at 82. That is, I haven't seen Markin go that late either. Huh. Well, there goes Marcus Smart, so that dream's over. He goes at 83. 
And we're about to finish round six, and we're at pick 84. It is a difference. It's a big difference. Round pick 72, at the end of round six, normally we're at pick 84 here. And it is Colin Sexton going at 84, the Padawan. Okay. So it sounds about the right spot for him. He seems to go there most times. The uh, Sticks goes next at 85. And I do need some assists coming up. Hmm. And steals, but... Who's going to do that? Maybe it is Lowry. Maybe I'll double-check him up. With three picks away, Keegan Murray goes at 86. Okay. It's fine. Two picks away. Got two guys in the queue. Do I get reamed here? Oh, Lowry just went. That is an absolute L. So do I take Trent and boost my steals and my threes? I think I might. I don't really like doing it though. I don't like taking him there. Oh, oh well. We will survive. That hurts my field goals as well. I do need to get a boost there. Hmm. No. Jeremy Grant goes at 90. Big numbers for him in the preseason. Big defensive numbers. Really, really impressive. He might have made some sense on my team there. Herbert Jones goes at 91. Okay. Would have been helpful for my team's steals. Who can I get for assists? It's going to have to be Trey, oh, Trey Jones. Hmm. There's no way he's lasting 16 picks though, is there? Really? Simons might work as well. They're just not going to last. Because my next selection is at 108. Oh, Trey, maybe. Eh, don't, don't think so, actually. There goes Budrick Heald at 92. There goes Al Horford at 93. thought I'd see Horford earlier, to be honest. Simons goes at 94 in round seven. I wonder... I wonder how these guys in this mock will adjust to the different positions here. Will they still reach at 110 for Eason? Will they still do that? Where will they will they take Santiel Dharma in round 10? Like, what will they do? Barrett goes at 95. He's going around this spot a lot. It's got to be the right team because you know that he's going to hurt you in so many areas. But he can be really good in at least one. So we are looking... Yeah, if you're going to draft Herb Jones to be a specialist in steals, then you can draft RJ Barrett to be a specialist in points. The problem is he's so hurtful with the volume of his percentage. Well, there goes Trey Jones, so that's done. Wigo goes at 96. Trey Jones goes at 97. Maybe it's Monte. Toby Harris goes at 98. Let's just throw Monte into the queue. And he was shocking today, though. He had 0 of 8 shooting for 0 points. He did have 7 assists, though. Um, What else can I bring? Or maybe I just need to get... Oh, no, 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 no. Isaiah Jackson for me. So after Harris goes at 98, Westbrook goes at 99. Price of the brick going up. 
Cameron Johnson goes at 100. Isaiah Jackson goes at 101. Well, there goes that Isaiah Jackson scenario. Claxton's another one here. Zubats is another one for me. I'll chuck into the queue. Mitchie Robinson will work for me. So we've got six picks until my turn. I've got four guys in the in the uh, in the chamber here. I think we get one of the centers. I think I'd leave. Oh, that's too early for Caruso. I don't like that at all. I do not like it. Caruso at 102. Claxton at 103. Well, that one's not going to happen for me. Still four picks away. Three in the chamber. There goes Gordon Haywood at 104. It's always good when someone out of your queue doesn't go. Got to enjoy that. The Depressed Penis goes at 105. Monty Morris goes at 106. So there goes my queue. Eric Jun, I would appreciate you left Mitchell Robinson for me here. He would make a lot of sense for my team. And you did. Thank you very much. Let's take this guy who I am not convinced is good. And Mitch Robinson says, I'll take it from here. Oh, you better. You better take it from here. That block and field goal percentage boost is vital on this squad, but it just kills my assists and probably my scoring. So I need to work to bring them back in line. Whether I can do it or not, I don't know. Zubat's at 109. Or oh, Brogdon, he's one for me there. Doubt he makes it. Um, Dinwiddie, probably, well, there goes Brogdon at 110. Can Spencer get back to me, even though he's coming off the bench? He can provide value for me, get some assists back up. And then we're running in trouble. Yeah, Cole Anthony, maybe, but that field goal percentage, holy crap, that's going to be bad. So bad. bad. Okay. Well, Josh the Hitman Hart goes at 111. That's pretty good. We've still got two more rounds until we fill out our starting group. I would like Dinwiddie. Well, there goes Anthony at 112. Cole Anthony. Not Carmelo Anthony, who ESPN projects to play 66 games. Cole Anthony. Old 66 himself, Carmelo. Oh, I didn't do the drop that I was going to do. What was I going to do? Oh, yeah, for Jalen Williams. Oh, he's someone who's going into my queue for later on. Good for remembering that, Josh. Let's throw Tari in there too, because on my projections, he's actually not a terrible pick, probably on the way back around in round 10 here. Jaron Jackson goes at 113. It also changes the calculus on the injured guys. Like, do you want them to be eighth best guy where sometimes they'd be the, the tenth or eleventh best? So the Rock DJ could just blow my team up. Like it could be great. Oh, there goes Dinwiddie. Oh no. Um uh, okay. Hmm. Who can help me? Oh, it's oh it is slim pickings. Mate. John Wall? Nah, no way. Duarte, a better pick, Jesus Christ. Um, you know what? Let's take a Kongwu there. We'll get those other guys on the way back around. Let's take a Kongwu at 117. Again, a little bit more boost to some of the big stats. Need some threes still. Some assists. That yeah, that hurt. That didn't really want hurt. That's what I wanted. And there you go. Eason at 118 as a ninth round player. I can't really talk shit about it too much. I took a Kongwu, who's a backup at 117. And I said Eason was close here in my projections. But there is obviously a risk with it. Maybe Johnny Wall is going to have to be my guy, even though I'm not 
super high on his output. Melton might also help. I just I worry a bit about minutes upside for him. Punch Bob goes at one twenty. Brandon Clark goes at one nineteen. Hartenstein, the other one who I'm going to look at. <sighs> Brook Lopez at one twenty one. Aldama at one twenty two. So these guys are drafting these sleepers as if it's a twelve team league. Like Santi Aldama for your ninth player. I'm not sure about that. I'm not convinced of that at all. Not at all. Like, Aldamba before Bones. Yeah, I don't really get it. But even before Ubre, before Gordon, Clarkson, the Rock DJ still there. Let's just throw me in the queue. Oh, no, he just went at 124 too late. Rock DJ. And we are getting through this. Okay. My team's free throws are like projected under 73%. It's pretty bad. <coughs> Bones goes at 125. I see him go higher than that in most cases. He was pretty good in today's preseason game. And then Isaiah Stewart, Elf, goes at 126. Is that you, Mr. Stewart? Well, who the hell else do you think it'd be? Get in here, you pair of flaming galahs. And then followed by the pencil, Harrison Barnes. Barnesy. Kelly Linick goes at 128. I like that pick quite a bit. Still got one to fill out the starting group. Come on, LX Scorcher. Jordy Clarkson, the man on the street. J O R D A N C L A R K S O N. Okay. Hmm, and a little bit of an impasse here as to what I should do. Still got six picks to go until we get back around. Mike Conley? Mike Conley. Um, after Clarkson goes Dylan Brooks, then goes Jaden Ivey at 131. That assist, maybe Conley is that only guy, real guy who can bring that. There's not many guys around who can do it. Hmm. Wiseman, whoa, as a starter, you drafting James Wiseman to be a starter on your fantasy team. Oh, no. I do not, I do not like that at all. Yeah, why would not, I know Adams doesn't have the upside, but we're in round 10. How much are we upside swinging really here? Oh, Trey Murphy at 133. Wow, people are not looking at the safe picks here. And, and that's certainly a strategy. McDaniels goes at 134. I will take Conley if he's available to me. Otherwise, I might take John Wall. Well, Dasunmu goes at 135. That's fine. I'll take Mick there. And that rounds out my starting group. It helps give me a little bit of recovery in assists. Helps a little bit with my threes. Yeah, Hartenstein at 137. So like in this sort of format, like I'm not a massive Pat Beverly guy in a lot of drafts or Aaron Gordon or Finney Smith, but in something like this, they, they do make a lot of sense. Lavert goes at 138. Okay. 
Um, bummed that I missed out on Dinwiddie. He takes Jalen Suggs next. Yeah, I don't know that I'd want to do that for my 10th pick. The spot's okay, but the injury is a little worrisome for me. Walker Kessler. Do I have him in the queue? Because I, I want him in the queue. And Mark Williams and Nick Richards both played well today with Mason Plumlee out. Like, I don't know, man. Coaches are going to annoy me this year. I know they are. Charlotte, they're going to annoy me. Dwayne Casey's going to annoy me. Steven Silas is going to annoy me. Clifford, Silas, Casey, they're going to annoy me with their decision-making. I know they are. Bogdanovich at 141. That's Boyan. I think Bogdan's already gone. And JaVale McGee at 142. We are two picks away from mine. How flyery am I going here? Melton works here. Kessler? Think I, I think Melton is the one for me. Or is it Johnny? Johnson Wall. Hmm. I think it's Melton. See him go way earlier than this in some drafts. Aaron Gordon goes 143. I think that's really strong here. It's really strong. Now let's see if D will no. Oh no, Bogdan hadn't gone. He just went there at 144. I'll take Melton at 145. Much happier getting him there than, say, 110 or 92 where he's X-ranked on Yahoo. Now, I wonder if Kessler comes back around to me. I, I doubt it. Derek White goes at 146, and that's actually a pretty good pick in this format. Maximum Derek. Vinny Smith at 147, really solid, secure minutes. You love that. You love secure minutes. Ubre hasn't gone yet, which is quite surprising. Benedict Matherin, Humpty Dumpty. He goes at 148. Yep. Okay. You're not, a, you're not taking him as your ninth best player. He did take Trey Murphy last pick, so a couple of real swings with those ones. Jose Inya is looking to back up his James Wiseman pick. I reckon he'll take Kessler here. Oh, no. He's gone two centers in a row, so he won't. He'll take John Wall. Is the guess right? No, fan of pants, Kevin Herter. Strong, good floor, low upside. <sighs> Ubre goes next at 150, Norman Power 151. I'm an outside shot for Johnny Wall to fall back around to me. Whether I still want him when we get back to that pick, I don't know. It's really good to get Norman Power round 11 at 150, I think. Upside is limited by the players on that team, but all it takes is an injury. And then he can really go off. Of course, the injury could be to him. Reggie Jackson at 152. We're going real Clippers heavy here. Interestingly, John Wall's at the top of the queue and everyone's actively avoiding him. I get it. I would I would take a swing though. Here. Tom Bryant, 153. News today that, oh, maybe they're going to play Anthony Davis more at center, which means Bryant and Jones lose, lose ton of value. Will Barton, he goes at 154. Now, you, Will! No, he's ready to sack that. Run, Will! Give it off quick! And then the wild thing at 155. Even the wild thing's gone well. I can't do much about that. I don't have any faith in Jay Sean Tate at all. Johnny Wall goes, oh, there goes my cue. Johnny Wall, 156. Walker Kessler, 157. Yuck and yuck. Didn't like that. Um... Maybe Patrick Beverly. Patrick Beverly. Maybe it's Patrick Beverly that I take here. And then maybe I get old mate 
the Bronco, Jalen Williams later on. Marco Fultz goes at 158. Come on, let's go. This is going to be a bit of a longer show, obviously, because more draft picks are being made. So we're basically at the end of a 12-team league draft now. Oh, no, the oh, the Bronco went. You're far out, 159. DeAndre Hunter goes 160. Not a bad pick. I'm not seeing him go very often. That's He's looking good. I don't know whether it continues, but minutes. Locked-in minutes are good, and he's he's got them. Larry Nance at 161. That I don't really understand. He got hurt yesterday. Um, Caleb Martin goes at 162. I wonder if anyone's going to pull the plug or pull the pin or not even pull the pin, pull the trigger. That's what I'm trying to say on like a Jovic. Mobama goes at 163. Let's take Pat Bev there. Slide him in. And then regroup for my final two picks. Still need some threes and assists. I don't really know where they're going to come from. I am going to throw Jovic into my queue. Um, I'm going to throw the Shark, Bruce Brown, into my queue. Poku goes at 165. <clears throat> the thing about Jovic is, is minutes and touches, who knows? And he's a rookie, so percentages might be might be rough. Lonzo goes at 166. Ooh, this is one. Gafford. Anytime Paul Zingas is down, this is a top 100 guy, probably high. Well, Bruce Brown just went, so that's not good. Gafford is, a, I think, a really good pick here, if I can get him. Trey Mann at 160. I don't think he's got a great fantasy game. And if Shea is back, then he's going to be really limited. Um, quickly is always someone I look at. Duran might make sense for me as a flyer too. But Gafford's the one I want here. Malik Beasley goes at 169. At this point, you're at start of round 13. Is he even an upside play there? I don't know. Achua goes at 170. He might be. It's not bad. Like Tim Hardaway is another one for me. We'll throw into the queue. Covington, surprised he hasn't gone. Victor Oladipo at 171, KCP 172. So let's do the Gafford. Let's do the stash value. Who actually in a league this size can be used as a backup even as well, especially when you're taking him here. The other one we might consider is someone who's going to get big minutes early on is Grant Williams. Doesn't have the greatest fantasy game. He shot out of his brain last season and that might fall away. But he's got the minutes, doesn't he? Gary Payton at 170. Oh, after Gafford at 173, went Kendrick Nunn 174. That's really good for Nunn. Uh, Gary Payton 175. Pat Williams 176, which is fine for Williams. He just looks shocking at the moment. He looks so bad. Um, Sohan could be worth a crack. Robinson Earl. What do we do with Jay Crowder? Is he even going to play? Trade him somewhere. So, oh, there you go. Sohan at 172. Mark Williams goes at 170. No, 177. Sorry for Sohan. Mark Williams at 178. Oh, hi, Mark. 
Zeke Naji at 180. Ah, oh, you got to watch for the guy that's in front of him, DeAndre Jordan. See how long that lasts. Jalen Noel at 181. Oh, I like Noel. Oh, I think Noel's a really interesting player. And then we go Alec Burks. Wow. Did not expect to be in a draft where Alec Burks was being taken. He was pretty good last season, but he hasn't played all preseason. I don't really know where he fits in on that team. But like it's Dwayne Casey. Some, something is going to be afoot when Dwayne Casey's there. Oh, what? It's Leviosa. Not Leviosa. Surely not. We're not drafting him. What are we doing? Duran at 184. I do like... Oh, so this guy was drafting a full sound drop team. All right, congratulations. You did it. Well done. Isaiah Livers at 185. Jeremiah Robinson Earl, 186. Joshy Primo at 187, who is a terrible player, but might have some statistical upside. Um, so who's... The, Seth Curry. Why is Seth still there? Seth Curry over these. Why is Covington still there? Covington goes in 12 team leagues. Why is he still here? I pick 187. Davion Mitchell goes at 188. Does Covington even make sense for me? Not really. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe we, no, maybe we just take him. Timmy Hardaway goes at 189. Why is he still there? Tyus Jones at 190. Um, yeah, what? Covington? Malik Monk at 190. What's going on? Okay. Um, it wasn't what, what, wasn't what I was going to do, but I'll take him there. John Isaac at 193. Okay. <coughs> I wonder if he plays. Like, literally, does he play at all? I I don't know with this. I don't know what the story is with this bloke at all. Drummond goes at 194. That is actually a really good pick, Andre. I know I hate Andre Drummond. That's a really good pick at 194. And then Kaminga at 195. Who is lucky last on this list? Killian Hayes at 196. He's putting up good numbers apart from scoring. He is putting up good numbers, though. All right, let's look at my team. Pick one was Doncic, followed by Gobert, Siakam, McCullum, Kevin Porter, Christian Wood, Gary Trent, Mitchell Robinson, Agnekara Kongwu, Mike Conley, then DeAnthony Melton, Patrick Beverly, Daniel Gafford, and Robert Covington. All right. Projected standings have me third behind Gordy Two Shoes and D. Will. So I'm happy with how that panned out. Really strong in rebounds, steals, blocks, field goals, solid turnovers, solid threes, solid assists, not great in points in the end, and bad in free throws, obviously, which is what I was trying to uh, I was trying to punt those free throws. So that brings us to the end of the show. Follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on Odyssey. If you're on YouTube, you thumb it up, you leave your comments down below. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.